0: In social media marketing, probably 95% of a blog post start with you should be open and transparent. What the fuck? Of course. Do you need to write a blog post to tell me that I should be open and transparent? What should I be closed and shady?
1: Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Growth Everywhere. This is the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs. They'll share everything from their biggest struggle to the exact strategies they use on a daily basis. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen on. Here's your host, Eric Sue. What's the number one problem all businesses face? It's not sales, marketing, or product market fit. It's hiring. We know just how hard it is, so we've compiled 25 hiring tips from top CEOs that I've interviewed here on Growth Everywhere and put it into a free resource just for you. Text 25TIPS to 33444 to get the free resource now. Again, it is 25 to number 25TIPS, T-I-P-S, to 33444, and you'll get the free resource. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's edition of Growth Everywhere, where we interview entrepreneurs and bring you business and personal growth tips. Today we have Max Akiruzzi, who is the CEO of AdExpresso. Max, how are you doing today?
0: Great. Uh, hi Eric. Hi everyone. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah,
1: thanks for being here. So why don't you start off by telling us all about uh, your company and then we'll go from there. Sure. So
0: AdExpresso is a SaaS solution for Facebook advertising optimization. Uh, before starting AdExpresso, I had an agency, and we were running Facebook advertising, but we were pretty small, uh, so we, feel that we felt the need to optimize our advertising by split-testing, by managing bids and budgets, but we didn't have the deep pockets to use the enterprise tools, and there was nothing that we could afford at that time. So we started working in Ad, to Adespresso, um, with the idea to create a very simple yet powerful Facebook ads manager for small-medium businesses, everyone spending between $2,000 and twenty five fifty thousand dollars 50000 per month in Facebook advertising, and to make it really, really simple. We focus a lot on the user experience, and we allow our customers to very easily test everything, from the design, maybe they want to test five pictures, five titles, five demographic targets, that will, ta- well, that will be 125 ads to create on Facebook. It will take forever. While with Ad Espresso, you can create 125 ads in literally minutes. And then you have a super simple analytics that give you actionable tips like, hey, this picture is not working for a female 18, 24 years old. It's costing you 70% more than the average. Stop it now. And we, also, we are also adding automation. So you can just create optimization route for your campaigns and just let AdExpresso do everything for you.
1: Got it. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about your background as it led up to AdExpresso. So you talked about the agency. I mean, you know, tell us about how everything led up to AdExpresso.
0: Sure. So I started when I was 8 I've always been kind of a geek Uh, So I always loved computer, etc. When I was 18, I started doing the tech journalist. And, you know, it was the dot-com boom. So it was super funny. Lots of free travel from big American companies here in the U.S. And since it looked like everyone was becoming rich with Internet, I decided to start my agency in Italy. And of course, I started the agency just like a month before the bubble exploded in 2000. But yet, we did very well. Uh, we became sort of boutique web development firm. Uh, we were like the biggest developer for eBay across Europe. And we focused on very big projects that needed to scale, needed to be reliable and secure. And... Yeah, we were also running Facebook advertising for some of our customers. We felt, we, we saw that there was this hole in the market and we were all, we, we love technology, we love building product, but sometimes, you know, it's it can be really boring to build product for someone else to never have control on what you are doing. So we decided to shift from the agency business to Adespresso. We started without in Italy and then in you know, October, October 2014, we got accepted in 500 startups. And uh, there we made the big step. We moved to the United States. And uh, from there, we kept growing a lot. So, very exciting so far. Yeah.
1: Awesome, man. Congratulations on the growth. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how your growth is uh, happening today? You know, whatever you can reveal around those.
0: Sure. So, last year, we grew in a year 10 times. Uh, which was pretty exciting and uh, this year we are basically growing 30% month over month in terms of revenue. We are basically nearly profitable and also in terms of Facebook advertising managed. So how much how many ads our customers manage for Adespresso every month? Uh, we started like a year ago but we were managing less than one hundred k per month in Facebook advertising, and today we are basically reaching two million dollars per month in Facebook advertising managed
1: nice, great so. Again, congratulations on the growth, and I have to ask you, you know, those numbers are um, 30% month over month, that's phenomenal. So how are you going about acquiring customers today? What's kind of the the big smoking gun?
0: So our strategy is mainly based on content marketing and Facebook advertising, of course. Um, targeting small-medium businesses with a very low price point. At Espresso, starts at $49 per month. Uh, Using sales team is not a good way to go, at least not for us, in our opinion. And there is also a trust issue, because our customers, to start using the platform, they need to give us permission to manage their advertising, their money passing through our platform. So... uh, we discovered that if our users discovered us through the content first and they recognized us as thought leader in the Facebook advertising industry, that was it? not only it was a great acquisition channel because it's inbound marketing is extremely cheap, but it also increased the conversion rate and the lifetime value. A customer that first discovered our content, then download an ebook and become a lead. And then start to use the platform has a much higher uh, lifetime value compared to a customer that just arrived to a landing page, subscribe, and maybe uh, don't know exactly what is split testing, how to split test. So um, we create unique content. I see that as a huge, it's a huge opportunity and a huge problem. If you do content marketing, you need to do it right. You need to create something valuable for your customers. Uh, it's not just about pushing out uh, the usual stuff, you know. In social media marketing, probably 95% of a blog post start with, you should be open and transparent. What the fuck? Of course. you need to write a blog post to tell me that I should be open and transparent? What should I be, closed and shady? So you you really need to push out great content, unique, but really adds value to your customer, no matter if they are a customer or they will never buy the product. And then when you have great content, Facebook advertising becomes a really huge weapon to maximize that content. So content, Facebook advertising to reach as many users as we can with the content, and then we have built a funnel. So once you visit our blog. Uh, with website custom audiences from Facebook advertising, we retarget you and we tell you, "Hey, we also have this great ebook that you can now load. We only want your email, for example, or your email and your name." We convert them into user and into leads, and then we use HubSpot to do lead nurturing and uh, with time convert them into paid customers. And this is extremely effective for us.
1: You know, that's interesting, and let me just back up a second and tell everyone, you know, if you haven't seen Ad Express's, uh their lead generation with Facebook ads post, and I'll put this in their show notes, but it's a phenomenal post for those people looking to get into uh Facebook advertising, so that's one, that's one plug for you, um, Thank you. <laughs> but uh, you're welcome, it's, it's a really great post, so, you know, I have to ask you, a lot of people talk about, okay, uh having great content first and then sending facebook traffic to it right and maybe remarketing to those people and pixeling them as well mm-hmm. um you know a lot of marketers uh, myself included uh, you know i i've been skeptical in the past in regards to this because to me it's just like in the past it was like okay you know it, is it really worth it to spend this money i mean i'm just increasing my acquisition costs at the end of the day so what would you say to marketers that are hesitant about spending money to drive people to their content and even remarketing to them
0: uh just try it i mean whereas um Compared to Google AdWords, Google AdWords is demand fulfillment. It's pretty simple. You can read a blog post with five, five tactics. It will work today. It will work in a year. Facebook is a really dynamic uh, marketplace for advertising. What works for me may not work for you. Maybe the generation works work for me and for you, but it won't work for someone of the listeners. So thanks God it's not television advertising where you have to commit, I don't know, $100,000 to test it. You can test with $100. Uh, But I I think it's extremely effective. For example, in our case, the overall cost of acquisition of doing this funnel, acquire traffic, converting to lead, and do lead nurturing, in the end is much cheaper, probably more than 50% cheaper than sending traffic directly to the landing page. And this is something that many companies saw. Uh, Rand Fishkin uh, from Mods, of course, uh published probably last year some numbers about the fact that the users that they acquired through content had a much higher lifetime value compared to the users that they acquired directly through advertising.
1: Got it. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about your funnel. So what's going on in your funnel at a at a high level?
0: Um so as I told you, yeah we acquire the traffic, then we convert them into lead uh, after we have a first contact, we usually send a flow of free to four email. uh First, we send them other free buys, like, hey, we have another ebook. hey, we have a free tool. And after that, we let them discover the product. So, hey, we also have this product. Uh, a good percentage of the users subscribe to the product. And then let's say we have two more big steps. The first one is that they have to connect their Facebook advertising account uh, where uh, we probably lose 20% of the users there, which makes sense, you know, it's a pretty standard conversion rate. And then we start their 14-day trial. During the trial, we try to help the users as much as possible. We have a webinar every Wednesday where we walk them through Adespresso, but we also give them uh, generic Facebook advertising advices. And we have a customer success team, so we try to follow on via email. We have never sent an email from no reply yet at adespresso.com. Every email is sent directly by my address or someone in the customer success team. So whenever they want to reply or ask anything, uh, they can reach out. And yeah, at the end of the 14 days trial, they either stop using the product or they convert into paid customers. Awesome. And after that point, yeah, we... We keep reaching out to them to check if we can help. Uh, because this is something that I think applies to everything. I see lots of people saying, hey, use our tool, and even if you don't know anything, you will improve your conversion rate, you will improve the performance 200% automatically. That's all bullshit. It's just a tool. I mean, it can help you a lot, it can save you a huge amount of time, it can help you refine your performances, decrease your cost a lot, but if a user don't know what he's doing, the tool is worthless. It's like giving a Ferrari to someone who always drove a bicycle and never drove a carriage. He's probably going to kill himself, he's not going to be a Formula One champion.
1: <laughs> cool! All right, so that makes sense. And. So you guys are doing a lot of, okay, it sounds like a lot of content marketing, Well, and I want to add great in front of it, so great content marketing, and also, you know, you're, you're doing Facebook ads. What is one unique thing you're doing to acquire new customers today?
0: Hmm. Let me think about this. Uh, <laughs> I have to repeat myself. I think it's it's still the content, the unique things that we are doing not because no one else is doing content marketing, but since we have a tool and we have a huge amount of data uh, that we can use for the content, that's really unique because there are lots of smart people that can write about Facebook advertising, but they cannot analyze millions of dollars in Facebook advertising like we can through a platform. So our really... uh, what is really effective and unique in our strategy is that we can enrich all the content that we push out with a lot of data to back what we are saying. And we see that users really appreciate that. And I think lots of companies are not doing that. They have lots of valuable data inside the company, and they're not getting the most out of it.
1: Ah, see, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think I'm thinking about companies like OkCupid that have those blog posts with uh, all that data. So I, I get what you're saying now. And the thing is, you know, I'm staring at your blog post right now. The it looks like you, you know, this is a 6,000 worder post. Uh, <laughs> how much time are you putting into each blog post? And and also, how much time are you putting into each image for these blog posts? <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so uh, a blog post like the one on the generation, which is 6,000 words, is probably a uh, couple of days to, rise to do the research, uh, but it's something that probably I've been thinking of for a week or two, uh, so I'm constantly thinking about new content, but we can push out. A normal blog post is usually around 1,500, 2,000 words, and nowadays, uh, I can manage to write it probably enough day, and then of course there is the time that is spent by uh, my coworker fixing the English, because as you can hear, <laughs> I'm not clearly a native English speaker. Uh, and from the picture we. At the beginning, it was extremely time consuming. We knew that it would pay off to set us apart from the crowd, Uh, even though it was probably taking half day a day for our designers to create every unique picture. Uh, But nowadays, you know, we have done so many pictures. We have lots of templates, lots of our mascot in every position. So probably in a couple of hours, we can come up with uh, a picture, which works very well because our users now remember that we have great content. And when we do Facebook advertising, having that unique illustration style for every blog post, uh, they immediately recognize our ad and that increase a lot the conversion rate compared to using the usual stock pictures.
1: See, that makes a lot of sense from a, from a branding perspective. I'm I'm imagining your costs probably go down because you spend the extra time on these images, which makes sense across the board. Okay, great. So I'm I'm curious, you know, how much are you spending at each step? So let's just say, you know, how much are you spending on each content click and then to collect an email and then to get an actual trial just so people know how successful you are and you know, any ballpark number is fine.
0: Sure. So, um, the, the place where we are spending more money is the lead generation. In terms of the initial traffic acquired to drive traffic to the blog post, we are probably spending, uh, I would say, uh, between $600 and $1,000 per month. We don't pay that much. Um, it really depends on who we want to target. So we have a couple of different targeting. Sometimes we advertise to acquire totally new users uh like we do interest targeting to our competitors stop blogging the industry and for Vusad we probably pay around 0.1 zero dot one per click for website click. Uh
1: while some wow, time, so one penny. Um yeah. Wow. Okay. So
0: ten, no wait, ten, uh ten cents. Ten
1: cents, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ten cents for interest targeting. Wow, that's phenomenal! I'm, my team's paying uh, thirty cents doing interest targeting. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's pretty good. And sometimes we just target website custom audiences, so we target people that already visited the blog but never became leads, so we never left us their email. And there, it can really go down to three, five pen Okay, Got so it. that's extremely effective. The ebook, the lead generation on the ebook it's a bit more expensive so probably we are spending something like 2k per month in that kind of advertising and again when we use website custom audiences it's extremely cheap uh, probably around the um, 20 30 cents uh, while uh, when we use interest targeting for the ebook it gets more expensive and there are huge differences between the country uh, and this is something that I think every advertiser should care about. And it's very important to track multiple conversions. For example, right now I have uh, a campaign going on for ebooks and I'm getting ebooks from Brazil at probably 50 cents, which is extremely good. And while in Sweden, I'm paying $2 to get an, to get an ebook download. But on the other side, since we are also, also tracking additional conversions, so we are tracking also how many of those users convert into trial, how many of them convert into paid customers, we realized that after all, the cost per, the real cost per acquisition of a customer was much lower in Sweden compared to Brazil, where we had huge volumes of download, but not a great conversion rate into paid customers.
1: Wow. Okay. So 20 to 30 cents for a custom audience targeting for the ebook. In the United States, um, I'm not sure if you mentioned United States right now, but how yeah. much are you spending for ebooks there? And are you only targeting people for the ebooks that have viewed your content already, or is this completely new targets?
0: No, we do a bit of both. When okay. we use the custom audience website, custom audience, even United States are pretty cheap. We are probably at $1 per ebook in United States. Uh, when you go with interest targeting in the United States, that's unlikely one of the most expensive places in the world. Uh, so we probably get to two dollars, between two and four dollars, according to the ebook.
1: Got it. Okay. And how about around the the trials? Uh, we don't do
0: any more advertising to convert users into trial. Got it. Uh, we we use HubSpot and we do lead nurturing via email. Uh, um To convert their leads into customers, or to try it,
1: Okay, perfect. you know we can talk about this all day because I, I I love you know, <laughs> nerding out on this stuff, but um you know let, let's continue on I mean, I, and I might come back to some of this more, but um why don't you t- tell us about one big struggle you faced while growing the business?
0: Oh, there were a lot. one, it's always scaling. Uh, with Facebook, specifically to Facebook advertising. Because when you are small, you start your first $100 campaign, you see that you are acquiring uh, a sign-up for $0.10, and you say, oh, okay, I can scale this, and I can acquire 1 million users with $1,000. But then you realize that as you scale your advertising, and this is true for every... uh, for every marketing company for every company that does marketing for every advertising channel as you scale things becomes more expensive and it becomes really tough to keep the cost under control when you don't need to reach 1000 people but you need to reach 100,000 people uh, so that was one of the big struggle the other one was to find a great content writer to help us with a blog you know with a company a startup to run uh, I love writing the content but it's very tough being consistent uh, I can always write a blog post per week more or less but we wanted to do more it was really terribly painful to find good content writers
1: okay and where did you go to find your you know these great content writers um,
0: so the, the first couple of things that I did uh, the very first thing that I did was post uh, a job uh, on the Pro Blogger job board, uh, which in terms of volumes was great. We received like 200 emails in a couple of weeks uh, from there. Uh, but on the other side, the downside was that we received 200 emails and we had to check all this content right there. And of course we all say that we are great. Uh, So that was not really a viable solution and overall the the quality was very low. They were not reading the job description even if we said we want an American, most of them were in uh, other countries and were not native English speakers. Uh, Then we used the job board at inbound.org, which was much more qualified but really low volumes. Uh, What I do right now is I simply go on blogs that I love uh, and I monitor through Google, uh, normal Google search. I monitor all the guest posts that gets published on blog that I appreciate, but I know that I have a very strict uh, guest blogging policy. They only accept high quality people. So I just monitor them whenever I see an article that I really like, that is a blog post, and of course it's not from the CEO of another company, but it's from a freelance writer or from a mm, Facebook marketing expert that is trying to sell their services. I just approach them and uh, and ask them if they would like to write for their blog. And this is working out pretty well.
1: Awesome. And are these, uh, I'm staring at your blog right now. Are, do, do you have them ghostwriting for you or are they just, uh, you know, is their name appearing? No, no, no. I, I
0: was a journalist when I started out and I totally against uh, Uh, goes to writing. If you write something, you should take uh, uh, the merit for what you write and uh, on one side it's for them because I think it's uh, gratification to see your name in the signature of uh, something that you write Mm. and on the other side it's also for me because I don't want to, uh, that there are things written not by me that maybe Sometimes I agree. Sometimes I don't agree. But if it's a point of view and it's just number, everyone can have a point of view. But I just don't want it with my signature If it's not what I think,
1: I love it. You know, what? I, I just I just keep staring at the blog right now. and The images are are so good. Um, <laughs> now, okay, how much are you how much are you paying these writers? Just so you know, startups looking to get into content marketing will have an idea.
0: Uh, we were pretty lucky, I think. Uh, uh we are paying them between $100 and $200 for blog post.
1: That's a good price, man. I mean, uh, you That's know, a
0: good very good price, yeah.
1: Yeah, internet marketing writers are really hard to come by and sometimes they you know we're talking anywhere from 300 to in some cases $800 plus. So, yeah, yeah good deal. Um Okay. So, was there at any time as was there at any point in time where the company was on the brink of failure?
0: Um, no, we have been in business for just a year right now. So <laughs> luckily, uh, since we started, it's been a crazy ride, but we have always been growing. So, so far we have not, we have never been near that point. Uh, of course it can happen
1: anytime. Uh, but so far it's so good. Great. What's one piece of advice you'd give to your 25 year old self? <laughs> uh,
0: immediately ask for the money. Uh, when we started at Espresso, I was—I think it's common to a lot of founders. Uh, I wanted to be perfect, and uh, I was never ready. I, I would have kept, probably if it was for me, it would have been in beta uh, today, for <laughs> beta today, because I was always, no, but we are missing this part. We cannot charge our users until we have this part. Uh, is not ready, and I, I kept delaying, and um 500 Startups was really helpful uh, to fix this, so they, they really told me, if both 500 Startups and Armando Biondi, which is our, our co-founder, uh, joined the company when we moved here in the United States, uh, and they were a big push to start charging the users. Otherwise, I would have probably never started charging until we had the perfect product, which probably would have happened after the bankruptcy. So
1: <laughs> Okay. Cool, what's one productivity hack you can share?
0: Um, I don't have any. I'm totally disorganized person. Uh, I have tried everything for inbox zero from using uh, Google Calendar to write every single thing that I had to do, etc. But I'm not really the right guy to give productivity. issue. I'm totally a chaotic person.
1: <laughs> I love the candor, and it's it's funny that you say you're chaotic, but then I look at the blog, and it's one of the most organized blogs. Everybody, you have to check this out because I don't normally gush over uh, you know the design of a blog, but this is great. Um, okay, what's one must read book you'd recommend to everyone?
0: So the book that I really love, even if it's not strictly marketing related, are all the books from this is stuff, I don't know exactly how it's pronounced. Um, Dan Ariely. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of him. Hmm. It's, it's a behavioral economist. And this guy is just great. He has tested everything. He has tested how people react to uh, paid incentives. He has tested how people react to uh, free products, etc. And he's... His book, even if they have nothing to do with online marketing, are really full of information uh, that you can use to improve
1: your product. Ah, predictably uh, irrational. Yes. That's the first
0: book, and it's probably one of the best Yes, ever read. All of them are great. And it's, i got the, uh, that, okay, it's D-A-N, the name, Dan, and the last name is A-R-I-E-L-Y. I'm really
1: Yep. Yeah. Great. Okay. So the I want to take it back a, a step. You know, when it comes to HubSpot, when you know your nurturing sequence, um, you know, how how many how how complex is that sequence? I mean, how many emails are involved with that, and how you know how are people getting moved around in that sequence? And you can just really talk about the high level.
0: Sure. Um, so the first one to convert. People that download the ebook into trial sign up is pretty simple. Uh, according to the ebook that they downloaded, we send a very personal email. Hey, did you like the ebook? Can I help you? This is my personal email, just reply. Uh, then we suggest them, uh, we send them the list of all the ebooks that we published, and finally we have a free tool to get a report on your Facebook advertising campaign. And in the end, we tell them, "Hey, you know what? If you like the ebook, if you like the free tool, we also actually have a paid product, which is awesome, and you should test." Um, so, that one is pretty simple. Uh, after you sign up, uh, the flow is probably a bit more complex. It lasts fourteen days. It's probably um, around seven, eight emails that we are sending during this period, and. Um, We did a lot of integration within the product and HubSpot, so we are passing back to to HubSpot a lot of information. And the flow is pretty complex because it has a lot of if-then. So, for example, if you have not downloaded, if you have not connected um, your advertising account, you will receive an email. If you have connected the advertising account, you will receive another. Uh, If you have connected it and you have spent $2,000 in the last month, you are going to receive an email. If you have connected it, and you have spent $200,000 in the last period, uh, you will receive a a very different email. And then it also differentiates based on the feature. So there are some things that we really know that people like about uh, Adespresso, but sometimes users don't do. Uh, So based on their activity on the product, we differentiate the mail to have them uh, perform during the trial the most important feature, try the most important parts of the product.
1: Wow, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a HubSpot user, so I don't know how it works exactly, but the ability to be able to move pe- segment people around based on revenues, um, that, that's a built-in feature?
0: Uh, I mean, it's not based on revenue. It's simply based on specific property of a user. So we have built okay. our own API that might send specific information from the product to HubSpot. And then on AppSpot, you can simply say, if field X greater than five fifty, then do this. Got it. Okay. So it requires a lot of a bit of development, but it's pretty doable. I, I like AppSpot because they have landing page, they have so many tools uh, inside the product. If you only want to do uh, email, drip emails. If that's the only focus, probably there are more in more cheaper and advanced product like GetVero, um Infusion Soft,
1: there are a bunch. Got it. Okay. Perfect. Uh, now Max, what's the best way for people to find you online? Um, I mean I always check the blog, so
0: if they want to leave a comment, I always respond to any comment or they can find me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is Massimo M A S S I M O C W, which is a big tips for everyone listening to this episode. Never create a Twitter handle with the name of a company inside. Because now <laughs> the company is at the espresso, so it's no longer creative web and I have this CW at the end of my <laughs> Twitter handle.
1: Great. Well, you know what? We will put that in the show notes as well, just in case anybody gets confused. But everyone, this is Max Kioruzzi. I hope I pronounced that right from AdExpress. So make sure you check it out. There's a free trial for you all to check out. Thanks, Max. Thank you, everyone. Bye, Eric. Thank you. What's the number one problem all businesses face? It's not sales, marketing, or product market fit. It's hiring. We know just how hard it is, so we've compiled 25 hiring tips from top CEOs that I've interviewed here on Growth Everywhere and put it into a free resource just for you. Text 25TIPS to 33444 to get the free resource now. Again, it is 25, to number 25TIPS, T-I-P-S, to 33444, and you'll get the free resource.